Hello everyone, welcome to the second episode of Conversations with the Bearded Mystic and I'm your host Rahul N. Singh. So today I will be chatting with my good friend Sami Vada who is a popular Hindu content creator. In this conversation speaks about the greatness of Sanatana Dharma, of the importance of practicing the teachings, the importance of mathematics and infinity. We talk about liberation and how we can attain it. We have a great conversation. Now, to listen to the full episode, you do have to sign up to my Patreon page or sign up to the Apple Podcasts subscription. To find out more, take a look at the show notes and video description below. Please do enjoy a clip from the conversation and hope to see you signing up for the full episode. Enjoy the conversation. And I think part of, you know, we are Brahman is to also treat people like they are Brahman and mm-hmm. to be accommodating and treat them like God and be, make them feel like part of something and appreciation. Yes. And we can't, we don't have the same resources. We don't like, there isn't a massive community, especially in my city, mm-hmm. but there has to be something. And so to me, that is where this they like, so I think there's a lot of passion, but there's not a lot of direction. Well, and, you you mentioned something about it being online and yeah, I mean, there, there's no excuse. Yeah. You, no you're excuse. right. You're right. There's no excuse. But yeah, yeah. You, you're saying there's no direction. Well, I was going to say, yeah, there's no direction. Like, and I think this is a beautiful thing. Was what, one of the things is that Dharma is all about a spiritual method. I would always say Hinduism is not a religion. It's a spiritual framework. It's a spiritual method. It's a mm. method to develop and craft your own spirituality. And so it comes off differently for everyone. I don't think that's a barrier, though. I think that's actually a uniting factor. I think mm-hmm. we can all come together and still worship the Supreme. Yes. And so, but I think that there has to be like well, one of the projects that I have, and once July starts, I'm going to be doing this and maybe I can promote it right here. I have you a discord. We call it the Sanatani Samaj. We'll come up with a better name eventually. If you have any name ideas, please DM them to me. I'm going to do something called Sanatani Samaj where, you know, every day, and I, I, we're going to, as a, as a, as a punt, we can call it a punt. Mm. We're going to pray together. We all get on the, on discord. We're all see, you know, Rishi does this too. Like we'll make a, a true community of homies. And mm-hmm. because that's what Bhakti is all about. Bhakti is not just yeah. about what is supreme. It's to each other, yes. you know? And that's what Samya means. Samaj. It's a satsang. Mm-hmm. Satsang means the coming together of souls. So there is mm-hmm. that sense of oneness with each other. But so we come and we, we do some prayers Maybe on Friday nights, not so much religious related. We just play games, board games. There's Jackbox online. And on a Friday night, if you're bored, if you mm-hmm. want to have some friends, we, we can come together and do that. I have so many ideas that are beaming. And so I want to be able to give that meaningful community for people. And then in the Discord itself, people can be asking questions. And when there's a community of people, then at least there's bound to be someone who's there to be there to philosophy if they don't even know the answer because Hindu is not even about knowing the answer you know exactly. it's good to it's about thinking about the answer philosophizing at the very mm-hmm. least we, we can still do that and so there's something there that can always sustain someone's curiosity and sustain someone's practice and commitment mm-hmm. to dharma and like to me i was like this is so easy but there's just no one has taken action and even when i do it i'm limited right i still have i work in a law firm and I'm working and I, I'm going to school as a, or taking classes as a paralegal. So my mm-hmm. time isn't always there to, in a perfect world, I could be doing this full time. 
that would be beautiful hmm. and maybe we can get there that's the dream but i mean right now i can't and so the resources are just limited but what i will say is that the potentiality is a thousand percent there mm-hmm. and it just needs to have direction i don't have the most amount of money to be inputting all of this resources in I, i can do my best but i have i could go i could write for pages and pages and pages about all the all the easy and simple things that we as hindus can do just a handful of people could do to bring so much impact and actually bring out the hindu community mm-hmm. and bring up the hindu community there's so many small things and i think that because there it's it's been disconnected and i think we don't really have that need and that necessity for converting people or even like in you know talking to other people about that which i'll give credit to christianity islam in that in that sense that we are right we need to have the gods everyone needs to come to god's kingdom that's always on their mind and on their consciousnesses i'm going to help out my fellow neighbor and answer his questions hmm. and i'm going to try to convert this person and we don't i mean and i don't think the attitude's necessarily healthy i really don't but i do like the attitude of at least looking out for your neighbors and like trying to help yes. someone in their spiritual journey but that know? is seva um, right that's yeah, what seva that is, is meant seva, to be. That yeah is, that's what seva yeah. is about yeah i agree yeah. and as a group i have so many more ideas as a group if we can meet up in some places is to do that acts of service of seva mm, environmental cleanups uh, homeless feeding there's so many like humanitarian projects as we as hindus in our dharma in our seva could easily do and we can demonstrate that the true values and the understanding of sanatana dharma is one that is humanitarian in principle mm-hmm. and not whatever's happening on the other side of the world yeah i agree yeah. i think what you're talking about makes a lot of sense of having a group of young leaders who can yeah. help others and i do believe that there is a massive issue when it comes to embracing ex christians or ex muslims into our community anyone that doesn't look like us is basically seen as an outsider yeah and that has to change really yeah and we have to be you know you talked about the conviction we have to have the conviction that the logic and rationality that we use is complete just yeah, like is. they do and i think That's what Until, shuddha means. That's yeah, literally yeah, what shuddha yeah. means. Yeah. What we tend to do is try to accommodate their ideas with ours. No, let their ideas be their ideas. Let, let that stay there because it's complete where it is. With ours, we just need to be complete in ourselves. And I think that's more important. Uh, I think what your idea of the Sanatani Samaj is a beautiful one. I'm glad that you've talked about it here because yeah. only when people get together... and there is energy and especially youthful energy with wisdom you know you can make massive changes in yeah, someone's you can. life you can you can really you can change the ground up. i have other ideas i'm going to we'll talk privately about them i have also noticed the difference in like the way the youth are today because i remember writing 10 years ago maybe even longer than that about why didn't hindus ever look at the upanishads they're yeah. so beautiful they're so beautiful and when i ask a hindu if they know they look at me as if i've mentioned the quran or something like they, it's totally alien to them they don't yeah. know and yeah. i'm like how do you not know and then and what's crazy is no offense but 
lot of the Hindu kids back then, 10 years ago, white people knew more about our text than we did. Like, yeah. they knew about the <laughs> They have translated Ashtavakra Gita, for God's sake. And, yep. uh, you know. Oh, my uh, God. You know what's so funny? I had this thought yesterday. So yesterday I came across a video of the uh -huh. St. James. It was, like, from 2009. So these kids are probably much older now. But there was, like, these young white kids from the St. James School in London. Uh -huh. And they, they learned Sanskrit there. Oh, wow. And it's, like, and then they would say it, and then they would chant the meaning of it. And I'm, like, this is... As kids, we've never even done anything remotely close to this. They have a far more better way of understanding Hinduism than we do, than my generation of kids in Chinmay Mission. But they would say, I can't remember, or I don't even know where it comes from. That's how more they know than me. But the meaning was, I am, I am the roots and I, I am the tree. My consciousness is the roots. My consciousness is the roots and my legs are the branches. Mm. It's like, I was like, don't know about that. Obviously, I was thinking about the meaning as they were saying it. But I was just more like, this is like, this is how it should be taught. Because yes. the, the perplexing matter of it that gets you to think about it is right there in front of you. And these kids are already doing it. And I'm like, I wonder where these kids are now. But they were chanting. And not only do they, were they chanting Sanskrit, but they have to write it. They're writing wow. everything. Wow. And they have an agri. Wow. You should look it up. It's on, it's on yeah. YouTube. If you yeah. guys are watching this on Patreon, go check it out. St. James School, uh, Sanskrit. And the most Gora kids are doing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. So I had written that 10 years ago about the Upanishads. And now when I did the poll on TikTok, if I'm honest, Bhagavad Gita just won by an inch. Yeah. Just by an inch. The fact that I, when I saw, and I'm not joking, when the Upanishads was winning on the poll, I was in tears. Yeah. I was like, thank God, because I knew from the analytics, my audience is young. Yeah. I know they're below 35. So yeah. I was like, this is something else. This is unique. And I love that. Yeah, I'm really glad that now they're thinking about the metaphysical. I'm glad that we've had years of consciousness studies now start catching up. To what we're talking about and we have great people like Swami Sivarabhyananda who can just talk about western neuroscience and then just start blending in Sankhya Yog and then just go straight into Advaita Vedanta and it's like this is what we need today this is what's going to speak to a young person anyone they want to see the links and once yeah. they see that we're making the links it matters if I'm honest people just want logic and rationality and without that, we're not going to develop. So I have huge hopes that when you talk about the uh, Sanatini Samaj and you talk about this creation of a community, I really hope that it really exercises people's intellectual abilities to conceive of what we've been talking about, about yeah. the infinity, about the infinite. That'd be really interesting, man. I am really looking yeah. forward to what you do for sure for sure you I have, have, a, have, you, have you have created the discord yeah i think i have a really good all-star team that's a part of it talk is behind it you're in it we're the avengers yeah uh, <laughs> you know and so we have sunny and have you talked to sunny too Sunny, maybe not. Uh, okay, Iqbal, Sunny Iqbal. He's a Pakistani. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I know about yeah. him, yeah. He is in his process of still learning about Hinduism. He knows so much, though. He's always very, very, such a warm soul. Very, He's chaotic, chaotic energy. 
But we mm-hmm. love chaotic energy. He brings so yeah. much to the table. And I love him all my life because I'm me or whatever. And I'd like to think that I express things very well and interestingly, but he has the pizzazz. You know, yeah. <laughs> he's, he has the, the stage personality. He brings the viewers in who would otherwise not care about Hinduism. Actually, Hinduism, okay, swipe up. But when you see Sunny, you're like, okay, hold on. Let me watch for just a two seconds and then maybe my words can reel them in. But he, he's amazing. And I think he's a really good energy to have on, you know, on a podcast. I think we have that team and he's going to be, he's part of that Discord too. And nice. Uh, yeah. So we're definitely, we're trying to make things happen. And I, it's, for me, it's not happening fast enough, but I have life obligations. And I wish I, yeah. I could just, I wish I could just be removed from them so I can just do this full time. I'd be that's the dream. Yeah. And maybe with the with the right efforts orientation, maybe we can make this into a sustainable a sustainable thing where maybe I could do this full time and yeah. still maybe I could still have a standard of living based on doing all this. That would be the dream. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One thing you touched on, I think maybe it's important to do so is mm-hmm. You talked about anxiety. How can Advaita yeah. Vedanta help someone with anxiety? Um, yeah, that's a really good question. So what is the premise of Advaita Vedanta? How do we even arrive at Advaita Vedanta? And I think, you know, not even Advaita, I think this is just this in the Dharmic traditions. I think you can even mm-hmm. come to Advaita state, but the idea is we are living in Maya. And we know this scientifically to be true. Can I call it a scientific miracle in the Vedas that we knew this, that we are living in Maya? Because we now know, like, like scientifically, it's just our brain. It's all in our brain. It's just electrical signals. And our brain puts together this Maya. It fashions this Maya. And so we're living in this illusion. And that's all life is. It's a series of stimuli. Perception is just a series of stimuli. And I think it's different from awareness. Perception is a series of stimuli. And because of that, when one is overstimulated, that's quite precisely the definition of anxiety is Mm -hmm. the feeling of overstimulation. And so what does Advaita Vedanta say, right? Is that we have to hone in on the only thing that we have is perception. Because without that, we we have, we have nowhere, right? And so, there's so many practices in the Bhagavad Gita. I didn't, Bhagavad Gita very much describes different types of meditation and things mm-hmm. that are used by people secularly all the time. I mean, there's different forms of meditation and I'm not meditating every day. I'm really not. Maybe I should. But uh, there's the idea of for is scanning. Why do we scan? And I remember doing this in, in Chinmay Mission. Oh yeah, we did do this in Chinmay Mission. So I remember we went to camp and one of the things we talked about was uh, going through this journey in your brain, in your, in your body. I mean, be the consciousness. You are going down your body. You're going to your arms. You're exploring your fingers. You're coming down this way. You are the dot here. Mm-hmm. You're going down to your legs. I remember, oh man, that was eight years old. I was like eight or nine. I was in fourth grade. This, wow. this all just came back. That's crazy. I just had a brand new memory. But yeah, I remember doing that. The reason why we're doing that is that we are truly trying to just think about sense for a second. Sense. Think about mm-hmm. sense. Close your eyes. Kind of let's focus. Let's hold on a little bit. Mm-hmm. And just trying to scan the mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. What? How are you feeling up here? Feel the weight. Feel you falling. Feel you know we're lying on a mat and feel the mm-hmm. mat itself. Your weight falling on the mat. Move down to the to the chest. 
Let's mm-hmm. let's let's detour over to the right shoulder and feel how that is. How is mm-hmm. that right shoulder feeling? What is that connection of muscles between your chest and to your shoulder and to your arms? Mm-hmm. Kind of feel that area around. Now let's come over to the left side. Feel that shoulder, feel those arms around. And so we are trying to make the scan happen mm-hmm. and recognize the senses. And then you move down to the feet and feel your toes for a little bit, and then you come back up to your brain and. Mm-hmm. You do that for as as long as you as long as you need to. So for just a minute, you forget what's up in here, and you're you. And one of the things they say when you have a panic attack, which I don't think I've experienced. I, I saw someone do it. And I've seen people talk about ground yourself, look at a clock, look at the walls. You're trying to re- re-remember. You're st- stop being in here and start observing the Maya. And that's what it's all about. And the fake nonsense. Mm. I'll never tell you this. Is to work on the Maya. So when you deal with anxiety, it's to just look. Remember that we're just awareness. We're just awareness. Mm. So just aware for a little bit. Mm. Just aware for a little bit and remember what you are. Because overthinking usually at the end of the day, and even there's obviously serious things we can to be, but if we were just to zoom out, out of all of it and think mm-hmm. of it in the most enlightened perspective, it's all there's not there, it's all meaningless. It's just a play. And we should never take life too seriously. And not to say that certain things are serious, you know, it's obviously they are, but we have to be understanding of what that is. Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. We can't dismiss what other people experience with anxiety or depression, but there are methods that can help people. And I think, yeah, it's about understanding those mindful methods. Yeah. Which is interesting. And what's interesting is that you rediscovered a memory that you had. Yeah, I did literally on the spot. Oh my god, I was like, "Yeah, um, that's crazy." But that's just, I think those yogic practices. I guess they are being taught, and it's been, and that was a camp. So we went to Oklahoma. I remember and whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe like new people are involved, not just the Chinmay mission of my of Dallas at that area. It was more nationally oriented. So mm-hmm. you had some some fresh fresh brains, I guess, in that involved in that in that process in that camp, and so. I also remember learning with Aigiri uh, Nandini. And I remember Swamiji, he said it was like a rap song <laughs> at the time. This is like in 2007. He's like, Aigiri Nandini. You think of it like a rap song. And then mm-hmm. I think now people have actually put like a trap beat to it and like made it a rap song. I think it's super oh, yeah. cool. <laughs> so. But thank you for listening to this clip of Conversations with the Bearded Mystic. To listen to the full episode, do go onto my Patreon. And the link is in the video description and show notes below. Thank you. Bye.